Welcome to The Planet, the podcast for L Word fans. I'm Casey. And I'm Elka. This week we'll be discussing episode 8 of season 5, Lay Down the Law. I'm about to lay down the law on this bitch. Why was it called Lay Down the Law? Because it was a trial. And after the trial, Tasha and Alice are going to lay down. At first I thought we had the wrong episode name because that could have been last week's title because the fuzz showed up. <laughs> Five O. What if I called him the fuzz? Well, it looks like Jenny taught Nikki some of her ninja skills. Yeah, Nikki's in an action movie. She doesn't really come across as the action hero type to me. I mean, she sits in her trailer and cries all day. <laughs> well, did you ever see when Mia Kirshner was on 24? I never watched that show, but I happened to see her on it, blowing up an airplane and then skydiving off of it. Very reminiscent of Nikki's character in this film. Well, that's Jenny. I'm talking about Nikki. Right, but I'm saying Nikki is playing Jesse, who's also Jenny, and it's okay, just a no. big karmic <laughs> circle. Okay, no. I'm talking about the actress Nikki doesn't come across as a tough girl to me in any way. Not even in the oil wrestling ring. Has anybody gone from a an action movie to a lesbian movie? Obviously the first Kelly person- McGillis. Action movie to lesbian movie. Well, not movie. How many lesbian movies are there? Five. Well, the obvious- person that comes to mind is Angelina Jolie because she was in Tomb Raider and then she's played some gay-esque roles but she was in Gia before Tomb Raider though was she in an action movie before that Mm, she was in Foxfire there was Foxfire not much action in that movie but you got to see boobs is that really the name of it yeah well I was trying to figure out if they were trying to if the character of Nikki is supposed to be somebody who we would have heard of but I don't think so nah well Lindsay Lohan no. That's what Katherine Menig said in her interview. What? That Nikki is pretty much based on Lindsay Lohan. Really? That's what she said. What? I don't see that at all. Is she going to develop some kind of drinking problem? It looks like Shane is picking up a little bit of sign language, and she's out with Jody. Jody and Shane are training for the pink ride for breast cancer. Yeah. Can you imagine this show that's obviously coming up where they're all on their bicycles? I am willing to bet right now that Alice will be the best dressed. I'm willing to bet that Max is going to be all like athletic gear. If he's even on the show, he hasn't been on the show for several episodes now. At least two. Or he hasn't been mentioned either. It's just like aliens got him. Is he the only one who hasn't been on? Pretty much. Kit has been on, but barely she's she's she shows up for her one-liners it's weird well i guess last season focused a lot on kit and now they're rotating other people to the forefront yeah but still i just have a hard time picturing it remember that brady bunch where they were all riding their bikes no you don't i don't think i saw that one the whole family had their own bikes including alice and they just were riding around the neighborhood smiling upright it was great <laughs> It was so good. That's what I imagine when I think of all the L word chicks. Like riding cruisers with banana seats and a little ka-ching, ka-ching on the handlebar. I don't know. What'd they do? They all went out and bought $1,000 bikes for this pink ride. Wouldn't it be more beneficial just to, for each of them to donate $1,000 to breast cancer research? <laughs> Maybe it's also promoting like to be healthy. Exercise is good. Beer's good. I like Shane's bike. So they sit down and yeah, Shane all of a sudden knows sign language, sort of. And she talks about her straight crush. Well, no, she doesn't all of a sudden magically know sign language. She's obviously picked up some basics and is still learning. And you could see with the let's roll thing. And Jody's like, no, it's like this. Okay. In any case, she's learning sign language. (laughs) Well, it's not like Bet who just magically picked it up in a week. Well, she's not as smart as Bet. She's a cad, okay? She's, She's an uneducated cad. <laughs> She's only good for riding a bike and doing hair. And fucking, of course. So she talks about taking Molly to the theater. Can you even imagine this? What would she wear? A tux? I don't know. She always wears suits. What did she wear to her wedding? <laughs> I don't remember. I'm sure she still has that outfit. she didn't show up. So then they eventually decide that Jody's going to throw a dinner party. Basically for this reason, so that Molly can come to something with Shane, as if they couldn't just go out to the club or the movie. That was weird. Because <laughs> that's what I want to do when I'm trying to seduce a woman. I take her to a dinner party with her mom's friends. 
bunch of oldsters who wear caftans and eat Moroccan food. Who wear what? Did you see what? I know I'm skipping ahead, but Jody at the dinner party. What's a caftan? It's like a giant moomoo. Blanket. I saw her wearing something oddly. She, yeah, we'll get to that later. <laughs> then we go to Mr. Purple Tie. <laughs> Does he have a name? We'll just call him Mr. Purple Tie. His name is, uh, no, I don't know his name. His name is the agent. He's not a human being. He's an agent. So we don't need to know his name. <laughs> Mr. Purple Tie. And he's talking about pulling Nikki from the movie. Go ahead. Because she's on the cover of the tabloids. Is she a les girl for real? If he was any kind of fucking agent, he'd want her to be on the cover of the tabloids. That only boosts people's careers. Unless it's like Britney or some shit. And then Tina comes out with the break through idea let's have her show up somewhere with a handsome guy he acts like she's such a genius because she thinks of this idea i know that's like in the the agent handbook (laughs) yeah common knowledge here (laughs) she's an eight million dollar per film actress but her agent doesn't know how to make her look straight people think she's gay what could we do to make them think she's straight (laughs) hold on i gotta check on my pizza Oh my god, it's going to be them. How ironic. Is that it? Left the store at sea, yeah, probably. I'll get the dog. <laughs> That's funny, isn't it? Okay. You don't care if we eat it later, do you? No, I'd prefer to eat it later. I'm not Me too. Oh my god. We can like, watch TV and relax. Lou, lie down. It's okay. <laughs> He's so worked up. Look at this. It's a pizza. Oh, oh, pizza. <laughs> Get off there. Oh, my God. He just stood up the counter like this. <laughs> we, we're okay. going to have to wait for a second because he's being weird. Okay. The Domino's Pizza Tracker, for those listeners out there. It's amazing. I love it. They don't care about the Domino's pizza tracker. Well, they should care. It's an amazing innovation. You order a pizza and you can track it online. It shows you (laughs) when Stan started to prep it, when he put it in the oven, when it came out of the oven, when he put it in the box, when he left for delivery. Who cares? It's so cool. I don't care what happens to the pizza until it's at my door. This is the, okay, but sometimes you're like, where the fuck is the pizza? Have they even started making it yet? And now you can go to their website and see it. Are you getting paid for this? No, but I just, (laughs) it's cool. I'm only going to like it that first time, and then I'm like, who cares? Okay, yeah. So Tina has her genius idea, give Nikki a beard, and then Jenny and her giant hickey enter the trailer to see that Nikki is crying, distraught on the couch. Jenny's just priceless with this guy. She just acts like he's nothing. Okay, Lewis, stop. It's in the oven. <laughs> He's such a dumbass. He keeps looking up in the same spot. Like, is it there yet? Is it there yet? I know there's going to be pizza there. He's looking under my desk. <laughs> I wish I were this good at dealing with people that I find unpleasant. Well. She's a genius. You can totally be like that if you have nothing to lose. But how many people can say that? But even if you could, would you be able to come up with that just off the top of your head like that? I love it. I'm keeping that one in my back pocket. What one? The booger thing. Oh, I forgot about the booger thing. What do you think I was talking about? Well, first she's like, Greg, that midget. And then she calls him (laughs) Mr. Purple Tie. And then he's like, and she's like, go change your fucking tie. (laughs) I will not continue this conversation. And she said dangling. That's the word that made it. Well, that's how he knew she was bullshitting him. He knew. He's like, fuck you, Schechter. He didn't even look. (laughs) Yeah, he just took the tissue and tossed it. Cover that hickey. Change your fucking tie. (laughs) It's perfect. So you may not have known this i didn't tell you this yet actually but first thing monday morning i ran out and joined the army because after that locker room scene okay if that's what army girls look like long hair thin that's not what they look like bodies and a (laughs) bunny wax where do you get a bunny wax in iraq they're not in iraq i know but but really is that how army girls are maybe it's part of some sort of iraqi torture (laughs) not far from it that's when we see 
checking out Brazilian girl. Is, okay, this is maybe unrelated. Is a Brazilian and a bunny wax? What's a bunny wax? Are they wax? the same? Because I thought a bunny wax was when you keep the little landing strip and a Brazilian is completely gone. Oh, I didn't gone. see anything on her though. She had the strip. She did? Yeah, like the little guideline. Like <laughs> the dude on the runway, like, dude, 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 showing you the direction. Uh, no, they're different. Brazilian is completely gone. I thought she was totally. No. Well, uh, you must have been not staring at it as hard as I was. I because... have that instinct. It's a locker room scene and a <laughs> naked girl. And so it's okay to scan over the boob area because boobs are pretty harmless. But like I purposely avoid the, the vaginal area. Because <laughs> you still have that, oh my God, I'm a lesbian in the locker room. Everyone's no. going to think I'm staring thing. I don't even think it has to do with being gay. It's just like you're supposed to just not look. Mm -hmm. Like this happened to us when we were at the spa. <laughs> Because I was checking you out and you were all modest. And no, I'm like, no, not us. When we were at 10,000 Waves, there were naked people walking around us. I don't even look at them, but you know they're naked. Well, that's different. This is TV. You are allowed and encouraged well, to gawk. <laughs> of course, but okay. It was a really short scene. All of a sudden, they're in the locker room. Naked girl walks in. And that's so weird because <laughs> I just realized I didn't look directly at it. Oh, I both did. Both times. Do you look if you're like in a... No, I wouldn't invade someone's privacy in the locker room. What about room, from the but... side or back? Well, you know, if you happen to look in the mirror to do your hair and someone's maybe behind you, then... Because some people look. But like straight women, they don't think anything of it. They're just like, hmm, that's what her boobs look like. Are those real? Let me feel them. Oh, yeah. That's how straight girls love to touch each other's boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Only if they think they're fake because that's like the, the excuse. Yeah, exactly. But if they had an excuse to touch real ones, they would because straight <laughs> girls love boobies. Because like, everyone can you give loves me a boobies. breast exam. I feel a little something <laughs> in the locker room. Lewis, seriously, you're never going to find the pizza. It's in the oven. He keeps standing up like a bunny rabbit, like, oh my God, it's He's not up looking. here either. He's looking He's all over the, the kitchen. <laughs> Just show him where it is. Really? Yeah, because then he'll stop. Just let him smell it and then shut it in front of him. Come here. This is ridiculous. It's in there. It's in there. Do you see that? That's where it see is. It? Yes. Okay. I can't believe we had to show him the pizza <laughs> to get him to quit. Now he's like, well, now I know where it is. Give me some. <laughs> We're not giving him pizza. <laughs> of course not. Maybe some know. pepperonis. Don't. We're going to get, we always get angry emails. Pepperoni! Just one piece, not like a whole bunch of pepperoni. I'd probably give the dog heartburn. He'd be lying at the end of the bed all night. Because <laughs> he burps like a dude. <laughs> Why is he? I just fed him. I don't understand why he's freaking out. I know over why. This pizza. I know why. I just realized what? one of the pizzas has bacon on it. He likes bacon. Well, whenever we make bacon, he gets a slice. Oh my god, we are gonna get so much. I'm telling you, you could say a lot of shit on the podcast, but don't talk about feeding your dog people food. You'll you know get all these emails. Like, it sounds like we feed them all the time, but we really don't. Those are like the three things. Peanut butter, pepperoni, and bacon. Like, that's pretty much it. And bananas. Bananas? He likes bananas. This is all just idle talk. We've never fed him people food ever in, in his whole life. <laughs> okay. Because that would be wrong. You know what else would be wrong? What? Gross, straight, gay for pay cami trying to hook up with Shane? What a psycho. Is she doing it for research? She's like, I gotta get really drunk. And then <laughs> she leaps onto Shane, rips her shirt off, and Shane's like, she actually gave the boobs a look like, well, they're not too bad. But then she's like, no. Shane's really reaching. Like, this is unprofessional. Has that ever stopped Shane from hooking up with anyone before? Plus, it's a lesbian movie. These things are expected. The actual actress who plays Cammie is pretty hot she is she's she pretty hot she doesn't look anything like shane who she's supposed to be in the movie but yeah she's pretty hot but her character is just such what's the word her real character you mean the character on the l word cammy <laughs> okay you need to specify because there's confusing. like using okay <laughs> there's the actress yes and then there's the actress who's playing the actress uh -huh. and then there's the, the character character who represents a different character on the show who is represented by a real actress. The character of Cammie, I think that's it because as soon as I saw her, I'm like, ew, that's that fucking stupid straight girl. You know how like once you, somebody has a terrible personality that you can't find them attractive anymore? Mm -hmm. Usually, most of the time. <laughs> 
that just cracked me up because it's very straight because she just wants Shane to service her. She just thinks, well, I'm a chick. You should fuck me. That Like, if it was a guy, he'd be like, all right, let's do it. Wow. But, you're reading a lot. Into, where did you get that? Well, she just thinks that she can just get Shane to fuck her without any sort of seduction or well, flirting or... But she did say, like, what? You fuck everybody. <laughs> Okay, there is that. Although you knew that was going to happen as soon as she was all weird at that party. <laughs> Shane's like swimming in straight girls this week. Then we move to Jody's loft. Man, I wish I had a loft like that. Where there are no windows, I don't think. What's well, a loft? It's probably seal skylights. Yeah, but she has roof access. A loft in Los Angeles with roof access. Is she supposed to be living off of her professor salary? Well, no, she's a famous artist. I'm sure she's living okay. off of her famous artist salary. Well, then why is she commissioned? Why is she a teacher? I think that she enjoys it and it challenges her and there's some prestige associated with it. She said she loves the students. Okay. So yeah, we go to her cool loft where she's all set up for a dinner party, mood lighting, stupid music. And I noticed that she does in fact own another tablecloth. Remember she said she didn't own a tablecloth? There was a red and white one. In addition to the one she was wearing. That's at least three <laughs> tablecloths. I don't know. That scene, I think that Jody and Bet talked or something, but the whole time I was so distracted by Bet's giant hair that I couldn't <laughs> concentrate on or read the subtitles or anything. Oh, Bet's hair. I thought it you were was... going to talk about her dress again. No, Bet's hair was ginormous. I kind of liked it. It was a little oddly shaped. It was kind of Einstein-ish. It was like bigger on one side than the other. You know what it looked like. It kind of looked like my hair. <laughs> <laughs> when there's humidity, your hair does that. Yeah. But I liked Jody in this scene. What do you mean in that moo-moo? No, the moo-moo came after, but in this scene where she and Bet are talking. You would. She was bitchy. Well, I like that Bet is playing her old games and... What old games? She feels weird because her ex-girlfriend, who she's in love with, but Jody doesn't know that. Well, I would say that's a game right there before you even finish the sentence. But she's not playing a game with Jody. I think that's valid to be like, I can't believe you invited my ex-girlfriend without me knowing. If she had some kind of weird problem with her ex, she would have told Jody that before, but instead she claims they have this really healthy relationship, which is why she can spend so much time alone with her. Okay, you're either this is you all... have a healthy relationship with your ex or you don't, but don't she's just changing the rules depending on her own wants and needs. I don't think it's about the rules. I just think it's common courtesy to be like, oh, I invited Tina. I just think that would be a normal thing to run past somebody first. I think Jody doesn't feel like she needs anyone's permission. No, apparently not. She's like, well, you don't have to come. I loved that. That was my favorite Jody <sighs> moment. That was something like you would say. That's why you love that. Just like cold and matter of fact. She won't let herself be manipulated. Then don't come, but let me know. <laughs> She's like, it's like my idea of a nightmare lesbian dinner party of exes. That's what I think, too. Would you want a bunch of your exes at a dinner party? No. Okay. I don't know if you've realized this, but there are an awful lot of scenes with either Bet and Tina or Bet here and Tina's there and they're doing these social activities. It's not just working, but other things. Where the hell's their baby? The I baby know. is never an issue. Like, where's the baby? The planet is shut down. Maybe Kit is taking care of the baby. We but, always say that, but, but you don't. If I were that auntie, I would be really sick of giving up every minute of free time to babysit for free. I don't think we can assume that the baby is with Kit all the time. That's weird. There must be some nanny that we haven't no, seen. I think they've just forgotten. <laughs> you think they forgot that they have a baby? <laughs> no, the L word forgot. They forgot to address this issue, which would probably be a huge part of somebody's life. I know. Isn't supposedly having a baby uh, take up some of your free time? A little bit, I Go think. out and party all the time. Nah. and That's just what people say. Probably. That's what straight people tell us to try to get us not to have children. But really, apparently, they have lots of free time. Bet is the dean of arts at her school, and that doesn't require very much work. And then she's a mom, and that doesn't really take up any time so yeah i could see why she can just hang out well plus they're like i could see if if they were co-parenting and then they had separate night lives but it doesn't but it they're seems, always together in the same places yeah and tina seems to be the primary parent and bet is the second i don't know 
Time-wise. The weekend parent? Just with time, yeah. It's not coming off that way. Anyway, it's Hollywood for you. Phyllis and Molly are having passive-aggressive coffee at the planet. (laughs) Mother-daughter, also known as mother-daughter conversation. (laughs) Where apparently Molly has fallen out of love with her boyfriend because he plays golf and has early-onset baldness. And really, just that sentence right there is just such a portrayal of heterosexuality that, oh, doesn't it make it seem so repulsive? The baldness part does. She's taking some time off school to be gay for a little while. That's pretty common. It is very common. You just usually don't talk about it with your mother. (laughs) Obviously, she's giving her all these warnings and she's like, you could end up like her. (laughs) They show Shane, who seems perfectly content at the counter at the planet reading a magazine. Phyllis is a bit of an elitist, isn't she? (laughs) Yeah, she's fine to party with. (laughs) That cracked me up. She, I know, it was really funny. I started to wonder if that's what our friends thought of me. (laughs) They're like, she's fun to go out with, but you really can't take her seriously. And then I realized, yeah, that is what they think of me. (laughs) Elitist motherfuckers. Aww. Let's go adopt some Chinese babies and live in a trailer park. I don't want to live in a trailer park. I could do with some Chinese babies, though. <laughs> so then Molly approaches Shane, mostly just to piss Phyllis off, I think. And she goes over and starts talking to her. Don't tell her what I said about her. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time, she's addressing Shane's hair. Did you notice that? No. She's talking to her hair, not to her face. Hmm. The ways of the straight girls are hard to <laughs> interpret. If they talk into your hair, apparently it means they think they want you, but they don't. (laughs) Then we proceed to the nightmare of awkwardness, the ex-girlfriend dinner party. The thought of that really does give me the heebie-jeebies. It's the gayest fucking dinner party ever. What's the (laughs) Moroccan theme? Yeah, it's a theme. They're sitting on the floor. There's like lesbian. Soft music playing in the background. All the exes are sitting around being civilized. Let me go show you my new sculpture. And everybody's just like this polite conversation. And one of, oh, it was just made me feel awkward just watching it. I don't know why Shane thought that would be a good idea. What? Instead of taking her to the theater, she should take Molly to Jody's dinner party with four people. She could have taken her somewhere in between. Why is it either a lame-ass lesbian dinner party or the theater? Isn't there somewhere in between like a nice rock concert or I don't know. She bar. <laughs> no, but like she could have given her some ecstasy and taken her to a Tegan and Sarah concert like she did with Dana. <laughs> Shane's too old for Tegan and Sarah. That's what she did with Dana. In the Literally? Fl- in Dana's flashback. Was it Tegan and Sarah? Yeah. Okay, so did you notice at the dinner party? They're all like they start signing and they're excluding Sam and Tina a little bit, whatever. But they start signing and they start talking about India. Oh, that, that was, was surprising. So weird. The sign for India is to point to the center of your forehead. I thought that was like a racist thing, like the whole slurpy thing. But that slurpy. Do you think that's like the official American Sign Language sign? Yeah, I do. For India What's is slurpy pointing thing. It? If you're like trying to describe someone who's Indian, you say Casino Indian or Slurpy Indian because they all run the Seven Eleven in the stereotypes. Oh. Even though I've never seen an actual Indian person running a Seven Eleven. Oh, I don't think I've ever, I've, okay, I've never heard that. Oh, it's in movies and stuff all the time. What movie? Full of shit. I can't remember what movie, but. Because you're think full ben of Affleck shit. Yeah, I made it up. I know. You. Did. It was in Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> what? It was in Goodwill Hunting. When? When did the subject of Indian come up? Maybe they said dot or feather. Either way, I was shocked that that's the sign. What? What's the sign for Brazilian then? <laughs> So then Molly and Shane have their awkward slash hot slash totally stereotypical has happened to everyone <laughs> moment. Yeah, it made me feel really uneasy watching it because you knew what was coming. Did they it, weren't going to have this beautiful moment. Did it bring back memories? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> this feels really familiar. It was a good setup, like we're out on a rooftop in the city. Here's a bottle of wine. You're drinking it out of the bottle. That's a sign. Because you're already sharing germs. Why not continue the sharing of germs? That's one way to look at it. <laughs> That's very romantic. They're sharing germs. They're sharing wine. They're sharing a cigarette. They and should share their tongue. They share a kiss. 
And then she freaks out and runs away. She's like, take me home. (laughs) (laughs) I love how Shane tells her what's going to happen. It happens. And then the girl realizes, oh, my God, I'm doing the thing and I can't help it. And it's embarrassing. And I'm no longer cool and aloof. You can't just will yourself to be gay. Or else else everyone would. So many straight women would be gay. Yeah, it's way better and they know it. (laughs) This is small, but Shane says it is what it is. When did she say that? When they're talking, I don't know if it was before or after the kiss, but it was during that scene. And I am really getting sick of this phrase, it is what it is. Who, when? Who has said this? Shane said it to Molly. But other than that. Everybody says it all the time. That's a dumb phrase. It is because it doesn't mean anything. It's like yada, yada, yada. (laughs) It doesn't mean anything. People say it all the time. It is what it is. Of course it is what it is. What else would it be? It is what it is is the phrase that you say. Okay, like if you're on a reality show and someone fucks you over, you say, it is what it is. I wish we were on a reality show, but you won't sign up with me. Because I have some self-respect left. Amazing race. It's not degrading at all. Crying on national TV is not part of my life plan. (laughs) Why would you cry? We'd be winning. They always cry. Not if we were winning. No, they always cry, even when they're winning. Everybody cries on on reality shows. I wouldn't fucking cry. Why don't you do it with somebody else? Hello, we should do it together. It wouldn't be as much fun if I couldn't boss you around. (laughs) If I did it with somebody else, I'd have to listen to them. No, you wouldn't. Well, otherwise they'd cry. There's going to be tears no matter what. Remember when I started bossing Green around and she got all... (laughs) Yes. Same thing. How did we get off on that? It is what it is. Well, the audition tapes are due soon, so get ready. Can't you just see us? We know the sign language for Indians. So if they send us there, I don't know how that would help us out. Like if we're at the airport in Bangkok and we're like, I want to go to... <laughs> and the guy's deaf. What? <laughs> at the airline. Are we sure that's what they were signing? They were saying the word India both times they made that sign. Okay, you're right. It is what it is. Let's go Let's go back for a second to Shane and Molly. Okay. Are they Sholly or Maine? Oh, they're none. They're, I think, is this it for them? No way. Oh. Molly, I love Molly. She's so bitchy. Well, I would have given up on cute. the bitch then. I'd be like, forget oh, it. Would you have? Yes. Really? History does not bear that out. <laughs> what? Once the kiss took place, it was all over. I rest my motherfucking case. Okay, the point that is. That was just the beginning. What do you think happened in Molly's brain coming? What? Tell me. Educate me on this. (laughs) What do you mean? She was all about it. She wasn't all about it. She's like, maybe I'll do this. This seems fun. Okay, she and then she did it, and then she's like, oh my god, oh my god, all the walls are crumbling down. (laughs) She started to kiss her, and it started to feel good, and then instantly she's like, oh my god, I'm kissing a girl. She has a vagina. Oh my god, and then she had like flashes of pussy in her in her head, like, oh my god, I can't get near that. I'm scared of the pussy. I'm scared of the pussy. Take me home. Please take me home. Because why else would she freak out? It had to be like some weird homophobic thought. That's what straight girls do. They freak out. I don't even know if that's a homophobic thought. It's just like I'm a not a gay thought. (laughs) If she's a real straight girl, she's going to freak out, but then come back for more. (laughs) I hope they don't show the real straight girl scenario because it's kind of sad. Well, Shane said mediocre sex. (laughs) If, If Molly is really straight, it'll be like when Kit and Poppy had sex. Yeah, you're you're on the right track there. Molly and Shane are going to have hot sex, but then Molly's going to leave her for some rich golf-playing lawyer because that's part of her life plan. Why is Shane a hairdresser? It's kind of weird. Then I started to think about it after Phyllis was talking about that. I was like, why would Bet hang out with Shane? Why would Tina hang out with Shane? Because she's fun and cool. But they're elitist snobs too. Yeah, but it makes them look good to have a cool friend. She's like 20 years younger than them though. I don't know. That's not true. She's maybe 10. How old do you think Jennifer Beals is? On the show, she's young enough to be a mother. How old do you think she is on the show? Probably 40. Okay, how old do you think Shane is on the show? 30. 30! She's not 30. 
Shane is clearly not in her 20s. She's like 25. Are you high? She's already been a prostitute, gone to hairdressing <laughs> school. Yeah, there's no age requirement. 3,000 women. For any of those things. Shane couldn't possibly be 25 years old. She's 28 at least. Oh, God, I disagree. Well, even if she is 28, that's 12 years younger than Bet's supposed to be. Well, who knows? Maybe Bet's character is 38. Shit, I just realized that some of our friends are 12 years younger than me. <laughs> It is what it is. I hate that. Oh. I hate it. I'm not going to say that ever again. You're right. It's, it's totally stupid. pointless. It's like yada, breathing yada, yada. I just, I've, I've always wanted to know what those thoughts are in the straight girl's mind when she changes her mind because it's always the same old thing. Like she, you look at her, she's going to go for it. She's really into this. And then she freaks out and runs away. That's actually only happened to me, I think, once. That's what you thought was going to happen with me. You were I no, remember. I did it. You no, were I so did it. Surprised. You That's totally not what expected I was surprised. me to freak out. <laughs> That's not what surprised me and I didn't expect you to freak out at all. That's something I have in common with Tina. Technically, you made the first move. No, you were kissing me. That's the first move. I just skipped second base <laughs> and went straight to third. <laughs> I was shocked. Well, I had a boyfriend. I was like, this might be my only chance. I'm going to go for it. Good times. I'm reminiscing about. Okay. Bet and Tina have an opportunity to talk in the trailer earlier that day. And instead of discussing anything meaningful or saying how they feel or making any sort of reasonable plans or decisions... Instead, they just keep up with this whole weird push-pull thing they're doing that they're pretending they're not doing. Well, you could see that Tino did want to have the discussion. Tino? Did I say Tino? Like Tino's (laughs) Pizza? What's Tino's Pizza? (laughs) Okay, what did Tino want to discuss? Did I say Tino? (laughs) What are you, Italian now? Yo, Tino! I think I said Tina. You said Tino. (laughs) No, I didn't. I'm sure I did What did I Tina want to discuss? <laughs> Tina. Now I forgot. What the, what the fuck were we talking about? <laughs> Boot and tuna. <laughs> okay. I think Tina did want to have the discussion because as soon as Bet was like, oh, I don't really like myself right now. <laughs> I really like the way that I'm living my life. Shut up. She was just like, Tina just rolled her eye. Why does Bet always look so fucking miserable? The looks, it must be stressful for the actress to have to look stressed all the time. Because you know that Jennifer Beals is all about like yoga and being one with the world and all that shit. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're like, okay, we want you to go play this role. You're going to be fucking stressed out all the time. You're going to be so fucking tight all the time. I know. How many scenes has she had the look on her face like she just smelled something really gross and she might (laughs) gag a little bit and she's trying really hard not to. She has bad smell face all the time because she's so, Tina, I'm so torn. I don't know what to do. Like, how hard is it? She's your, that's it, Tina, bet. They belong together. Elka, it is what it is. (laughs) Don't. I'm going to punch you right in the ass bump. The what? The ass bump. Oh, that's the ass bump. What's the ass bump? <laughs> I don't know. What's the neck hole? I don't like that. Makes my stomach. It's really hard to podcast when I can smell pizza. What are you, a dog? I'm hungry <laughs> with the pizza. It's okay. Like Let's just skip to the end. <laughs> You're salivating all over the table. So now <laughs> Bet wants them to go see their fucking marriage counselor. She's As if crazy. she could be any more internal and cerebral and overthinking. Like, just... Oh, she made, I just want to choke her. <laughs> she, I was just thinking like, she looks like somebody needs to slap her across the face. You know how when people are like freaking out, no, they always show somebody slapping them across the face and then they're fine. <laughs> I've never seen this in real life. I wouldn't dare try it. But that's what she looks like she needs. Hi, Lewis. <laughs> it's, it's the pizza. Wait, you're pulling the cord. Oh my God. I think that the cord may be wrapped around his nutsack. Okay. He doesn't have a nutsack. Well, where the nutsack was at one time. It's just a little spot where darker fur grows. <laughs> gross. You're so it's gross. true. Okay, moving on from the dog's absent nutsack. <laughs> they just haven't dropped yet. 
That's gross. I know. Maybe we should talk about that on the chart. We can't talk about it on the show. What? The whole dropped conversation we had last night. Why? Let's talk about it. I forgot it. Well, we were talking about... No, I don't want to talk about this on the cast. Well, why did it come up? We were talking about if we have children. Yeah. If Oh, the things we you don't know. a girl and I want a boy. But then I was like, I don't know things about boys. <laughs> like when their balls drop. <laughs> well, I, I know that... They aren't there. Like, they just have an empty sack. Oh. And then at some point in a man's life, his balls drop. Yes, they do. And then they hit your chin, and it's then you're like, oh, my God, I'm gay. What? Oh, right. I don't know. It's like puberty time. But when is it supposed to? Do they go one at a time? (laughs) Or is it just, and is it like overnight, like, boom, there they are? I don't understand the whole ball. I don't think that's a requirement for being a mother. But don't you think that you might have to explain to him that this is going to happen? No. I mean, it's like if you have a daughter, you have to talk to her about menstruation. Ew, don't say menstruation. (laughs) (laughs) You're not prepared to be a parent, are you? You need to be able to say the names of things. No, I am. I don't want to say it on a podcast. (laughs) Okay, I'm just saying. If you are a parent, there are certain things that you need to explain to your child before they experience them. (laughs) I love that there are 12 different ways that you can explain this to a girl. And it goes from like, ew, to, huh, to, oh my God, that's beautiful. You know what I mean? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. You could just explain it like the science, or you could explain it like... Explain what? (laughs) I didn't know what you were talking about. What else is there with girls? That's it. There's plenty. There's the hymen thing. The hymen thing. Well, no one ever ever told me. Ever told me this? No one ever told me what that was, and I would have liked to have been told. Why? Because it would have made more sense. When? I don't want to get into the all the terrible details of why and how I'm not a gold star. Let's just (laughs) okay. Well, if you would have been more athletic, you wouldn't have had to deal with that whole thing. Anyway, the point that I was trying to make is like, which one of those ways do you choose? Most people, before they're a parent or when they're a parent, they decide how they're going to tell their kid this or they have some vague idea. But then when it actually comes down to it, the kid's personality has to determine which method is used. Like the hippie method, the science method, or the Christian method of just pretend it doesn't exist. I wonder how other people have handled this. That must be the worst conversation when you have to start explaining this stuff to your kid. Neither one of you wants to hear it. I don't know. When my parents told me... Most of the stuff they told me, I think I already knew. And when they told me things I didn't know, I didn't understand it yet. So it's almost like you figure it out at the right age anyway. Hmm. I don't know. When I was in sixth grade, for some reason, the whole entire sixth grade, for like the whole year, we were all... And this is... Okay, I was in sixth grade before there was the internet. So a lot of these problems don't exist anymore. But for us... We spent the whole year of sixth grade trying to figure out what a douche was. <laughs> That's disgusting. Nobody knew. Who? The whole sixth grade the, class? All of us. The boys, the girls, we would talk about it. We would call each other a douche. We would say, you, you are a douche. You need a douche. We had, yeah, none we of us knew what it was. Douche. And then like, sometimes someone would pretend they knew what it was to be cool, but they knew and we knew. What did they no say it was? They'd be like, oh, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, You'll psh. find out for yourself when you're ready. When you're ready to do... Oh, <laughs> when my God. You're, when you're old enough to understand what it is. Nobody knew. And we knew it was something to do with women and possibly with vaginas. Well, why is that a bad word? You can't say that on television, not even on cable, apparently. Because Olivia Munn on Attack of the Show on G4 TV says D-bag. She says it all the time. <laughs> I'm like, D-bag? At first I thought she was saying T-bag. I'm like, oh! <gasps> Gay reference. <laughs> but no, D-bag. But there's commercials for it. You must be able to say the there word. There are not when commercials it's for that. I don't know. Summer's Eve. Like, that's that's like where the whole fashioned. thing came from. What? I think it's old fashioned. I don't think that people do that anymore. <laughs> you don't. But they don't sell it at Target. You don't do it, it anymore. <laughs> I don't they sell they it sell at Walgreens. It. I bet you they sell it at Walmart. Uh, that's all they sell at Walmart. <laughs> Just a huge super warehouse of douche bags. <laughs> no, I mean douches. And the people working there are douche bags. <laughs> They're douche mongers. Well, what method do you think Bet and Tina are going to use on uh, Olivia? I mean, what? <laughs> Angelica. 
<laughs> I think they're going to use the whole nature thing. I was going to say that's what I'm going to do. I'll take them to the zoo in the springtime. The zoo? There's Not always that fucking, nature thing. Fucking and sucking at the zoo all oh the time. <laughs> when I worked at the zoo, I saw so much weird sex. My mm-hmm. version of the nature thing is different than yours. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is like... You know, you're at one with nature. Just like the moon goes through a phase, so does your body. And it's beautiful. Like, not look at the giraffe. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Oh, oh, we're seeing nature from two different perspectives. As usual. You're like the whole our bodies ourselves. Right. Lunar cycle, hippie. Douchebag Is it hippie? Thing. I consider That's that little, nature. It's a little 70s feminist, hairy, hippie thing. And all I'm, I know is I have five sisters and a mother. I heard all of the takes on it. <laughs> and the only one that made me feel okay with it was that one. The other ones, I was like, no, no. <laughs> I insisted that it wasn't going to happen to me. I remember that. Okay, back to the topic of. It is what it is. That's what I'm going to tell the kid. What changes will happen to my body when I hit puberty? And I'll be like, it is what it is. No, see, we're lucky because by the time we have kids, they're just going to Google it. They don't need us for anything. If Google could make a sandwich, you wouldn't need any other human beings in life. (laughs) I still don't know at what age the balls drop. (laughs) I didn't even know until like three years ago that this was something that happened. (laughs) Okay, come on. I'm imagining it like Boing. the New Year's Eve. Like it's, it's three, it's, two, one. No, bong. like the New Year's Eve ball. <laughs> like thir- if that were the, the case, day before their 13th birthday, counting down no, to midnight. No, I was just going to say, if that were the case, the Jews would have a celebration for it. <laughs> You're right. Because <laughs> what's the thing called? A brisk? <laughs> Not like tea. It's a brisk. A There's no brisk? K on the end. <laughs> I thought it was a brisk. <laughs> what does brisk have God, to do? you're such a uh, non-Jew. So what? That's what they do when they do They'd the have a special thing. bread or pastry that you would eat in honor of the balls. That's what the juice would do. And if it was painful for the child, they would just sing really loud over the screaming. Okay. Back to Bet and Tina in the Screaming? Kitchen. If it were God. painful for the... It sounds painful. Boom. <laughs> we're retarded. We're totally retarded. We are never... No. It better be a girl. We're going to be great parents. Ben and Tina in the kitchen. Tina's wearing a wonderful, beautiful outfit that I, I love. I love her dress. The dress and the boots. She looks awesome. Yeah. Whenever Tina's with another woman, she looks hot. And this time she's with Sam and she looks super cute. I really am starting to think that Bet just creates drama around herself because she needs it i think she just has some psychological issues going on there is that what good do you think marriage counseling is going to do them i don't think it's going to do them any good i think they just she doesn't know what to say the thing that bet needs to say is either all right this is ridiculous we've got to knock this off seriously or okay this is ridiculous we've got to get back together seriously and she's not willing to do either one for some reason oh maybe it's because when they were together they never had sex maybe this is the only way that they're gonna keep having sex is if they're not officially together (laughs) she's not having a problem having sex with jody although bet does not look like anybody i'd want to have sex with she looks so stressed out all the time yeah like the last time she and jody did it it looked just so i don't even know if there's a word for that it was what it was. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it was it. <laughs> it certainly was. I don't actually have that much written down about Tasha's trial. They really... show our chart in the trial. Our chart is the new Betty. It's like worked oh. into every episode in some unrealistic, awkward way. I'd rather see our chart than Betty. I know, but whether or not it's a good website, which I will not comment on, do we need to see it? every week i'm tired of it well i think that the prosecution side is so it seemed like they were just trying to establish that gay people existed (laughs) what they're like this is the chart where lesbians look to see who slept with one another oh my god well no because it's alice's website and alice and alice is the one who tasha's accused of homosexual conduct with well they wouldn't have brought that up since tasha isn't on the chart no but it 
relates to Alice, and Alice is involved. But Alice admitted to being gay. You're right. I think they just did it for shock value. It's not my chart, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Let me grab my balls. <laughs> they fell a long time ago, if you know what I mean. What if they put the forum as a piece of evidence? They'd be like, can you please explain the significance of this website? I don't know. They're talking about unicorns and neck holes, buckets of chicken. I don't understand the gays, if you know what I mean. It's not my forum, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm no good at Guitar Hero, ma'am. <laughs> What's the- So they finally call Alice to testify, and they ask her the same question they asked Bill Clinton. Did you have sexual relations with this woman? <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. No, Alice didn't lie like Slick Willie did. She avoided in a very lawyerly manner. But to back up a little bit, A, the first day Alice's outfit was so 100% completely adorable. Yeah. And on any other human being on the planet, it would look retarded. It would have looked like a walking cupcake. No, a walking cupcake would be good. It would be cute, but not something you want your outfit to shape you as. Ah, okay. I see your point. But yeah, she looked, oh, she pulled that off nicely. I think she's worn that skirt before. Your first instinct is like, what the fuck is that? And then you're like, oh, she looks adorable on her. She looked very 1950s, I thought. Yeah, but in a good way. Yeah. My other thing I had to say is that when she puts her hand on the Bible and swears, she rolls her eyes. (laughs) I love that. Alice is an atheist too. So then they start questioning her and she says she's a lesbian, which she clearly is. But it's interesting to me that Alice does not even claim to be bisexual anymore. Oh, I forgot about that. It didn't even hit me. And some people have explained it as, well, she was never really bisexual, but she just thought it was more hip and edgy. Okay. I think that she was supposed to be bi in the beginning, and then they realized that they didn't understand bisexuals and they couldn't write for one, and then now she is a lesbian. That's And they're sad. retroactively explaining it by saying that she was just trying to be cool. You'll never be cool if you're trying to be cool. Or maybe if you're on trial, you don't want to explain the subtle nuances <laughs> I think of your sexuality. I would say that's what it was. You don't want to be like, well, I don't know. Some people say I'm gay. Some people think I'm like, they just I be like, I prefer post gender label free. So she avoids the sexual relations question and goes straight for, she just has like a little outburst and flusters <laughs> like crazy. It was like, flusters slash scared the shit out of her that was awesome what'd she think that she was gonna do outer on the look that's what she thought that's funny which uh, clearly alice had no idea so this explains why alice did this thing this season where she started outing people that made a lot of the fans of the show start not liking her as much Uh uh-huh but it was really just all to tie this plot up in a nice little bow at the end you think they thought ahead? Yes. You're and giving I, them a I lot of credit. Well, and that gives us an excuse to keep liking Alice because it really wasn't her character. It was more just like a sloppy writing to make this plot work out in the end. So they take a break. Basically, pulls her off the stand, throws her in her pants in fear. She tells her, I'm going to set this up for you. And they go back in and question Tasha. And all of a sudden, she sees the light. She's almost out of the tunnel. Surprisingly. And then, bam, she grows some integrity. I was surprised. Me too. Because, like, this whole time, I mean, she ended her relationship over it. I guess sometimes you have to be pushed all the way to the edge before you see it. So, you know, next week, Tasha's going to work for our chart. That's how she's going to make her money now, podcasting. I wonder what she is going to do. Maybe she'll work at the planet. Oh, no. Everybody works at the planet. (laughs) What did you think of Tasha at the end? coming out like that i was surprised i thought it was a really easy way for the l word to deal with this obviously i was glad it'd be great to think that people actually do that all the time i don't think that that's the way it usually goes yeah it seemed really contrived and unrealistic but at the same time it kind of got me in the heartstrings yeah i was like oh this is so well it was very officer and gentleman she like runs out oh the end did you notice she ran like a girl she's like i'm out of the military then she starts running like a girl (laughs) The end was so officer and a gentleman. 100%. Uh-huh. The, okay, the end of the 
Tasha trial story was pretty cheesy <laughs> yeah. and pretty corny. But you know what? Let us have a cheesy, <laughs> corny, happy ending. I liked it. Me too. I liked it too. And I am aware that it was a little bit happy ending. Yeah, but I don't care because... For the longest time, every lesbian character had to kill herself at the end of the movie. It's nice sometimes to see someone live happily ever after. She runs out. She picks up Alice, swings her around in uniform and makes out with her. That was hot. Everybody's walking by looking at her. It was so good. I loved it. I thought that was weird how they didn't really deal with their breakup right. And you knew she wasn't going away. So yeah, now it all makes sense. And then they play little by little which I thought was very significant. And on the way into the trial, they were playing Marvin Gaye. And some of the people on the forum were like, what did Marvin Gaye have to do with that? But that's like an anti-war song. What song did they play? I don't know the name of it. What's going on? Yeah. Well, it's like a song of frustration with the government. So it did make sense. I know everybody thinks Marvin Gaye. They immediately think sex. But he has other songs too. Good ending. Good ending. I know. I loved it. So what are they going to just be back together now? Yes. They're just going to lay in bed all day again. (laughs) For some reason, and I do not know why, but I really thought that this episode, Helena, was going to come back. I don't know why I thought that. Maybe next week because like what's going on now? No, not next week. Because I showed scenes from next week. I need Helena to come back. She's still in the credits. Why is she gone? I'm going to guess episode 11. I just really want Helena. Yes, I know you do. I love you, Helena. You I love her. You and the Japanese girl. <laughs> I love Helena. I love Helena. I love Helena. <laughs> I love Helena. Boobies. <laughs> My questions, I had three questions. One we kind of already addressed about where the fuck's the baby. Where that baby? That's what everybody says. Like, because we never get to see enough of the baby. I know she can't really have a plot yet, but she's so cute. Every time we see her, we're always happy to see her. Puppies. Um, there was no sex in this show. Boo hiss. Yes, but there were um, pre-sex. Shane and Molly had pre-sex. That, that pre-sex Tina had no pre-sex. Sex. And Alice and Tasha had sex about five minutes after the show ended. L word time. It is fictional what it time. Isn't. Don't. I said isn't. It's different. And. And there were. Um. Yeah, there were boobies. Cammy. There were four boobies, I think. Cammy and the girl in the locker room. Is that it? Mm-hmm. But my real question is, we're on episode eight. They did this thing about introducing Kit and the gun. Where's the gun? When's the gun going to come up? <laughs> Where's the gun? It's a red herring. Nothing's going to happen with the gun. Oh, no. There's no such thing as a red herring on this show. Everything's so freaking obvious. Yes, what's going to happen with the gun? And they have this throwaway line like, you should call in a mob hit on Don Dembo and I think it's Shane says to Kit she makes a joke about calling in a hit on them and Kit just says her like hmm maybe <laughs> I could just take care of this myself and then she's like girl she's not gonna sh- <laughs> she's not gonna shoot Don Denbo. no clearly not and it- then there's also the unresolved giant boulder teetering on the edge of the cliff Adele. that is Adele <laughs> I think that these things are going to merge I want it to happen like now I don't want to wait till episode 10 and obviously we're going to have to wait till at least episode 10 because judging from the scenes from next week it's not happening next week either well you can't tell what the whole hour is going to be about from that well I'm pretty sure that Adele's not going to shoot anybody next week they would have shown something <laughs> okay that's true we need to figure out what's going on with this girl and I think thought at the beginning of this season that wax being burned down by some mysterious unknown person would later be explained right and it just happened and that's that i thought it was like this big mystery you're everybody's really different this season like all of the old storylines are gone and we're just expected to forget all about it and that was their way of ending it like well shane used to work at this place just burn it down and let's move on I thought I had a really good theory about the kid burning wax down. And it's like, anyway, whatever. There's so many unanswered questions. And I bet we just never see or hear from Max again. Oh, no. Max is going to be back. Maybe he'll be in the pink ride and they'll be like, get out of here. You hate tits. Yeah, what's going on with Max? He's First, he had a crush on that dude. Nothing happened. Didn't they show them like in an airplane together at the very beginning? No. I don't know what you're talking about. They showed like Max... And the sign language guy, the translator guy, in an airplane, like, ready to jump out of an airplane. What the hell are you talking about? You must <laughs> have dreamed dream this. this? What? I don't know. What? I thought, I thought that was one of the initial scenes. Max and Tom in an airplane skydiving. <laughs> okay, I must have been. I don't know. 
You must have been dreaming about the L word and of all the people. All right, you're dreaming I don't know. about Max. Watch you could have been week. dreaming about Sam. They barely showed her, sadly. They showed her nice lips, her European lips. Okay, scenes from next week. Adele turns the lights on and off. Then. <laughs> Did you see that? No. They're like on the set and the lights get turned off and everybody's like, oh, what happened? Oh my God, there's no lights. They freak out. Obviously Adele's fucking with the movie. Why? I thought that was so lame. Like she turns the lights off. <laughs> That's like what your little brother does to try and annoy you. Jenny and Nikki. I think this gave way too much away. What? It spoiled the whole thing. So I'm not going to mention it in case people haven't seen scenes from next week yet. You're not going to mention it. This is what we talk about now. Right. But the Jenny and Nikki okay. scene from Stuff next happens. week. I mean, it is what it is. Shane and Molly. Don't say it is what it is. We see Molly's bra. So I guess that's why did I even mention scenes from next week? We're not telling. <laughs> God, can I eat my pizza now? It's the whole kitchen smells like pizza. And I'm <laughs> sitting here with these headphones like, oh, I want pizza. The dog passed out. He's got visions of pepperoni dancing in his head. Dancing pepperoni. I love the way you dance. You're the only one. It's a good thing we're together. If you have any questions, comments, jokes, limericks, or anything else you'd like to share with us, feel free to email theplanetcast at gmail.com or call our listener hotline at 206-203-3552. You can find links to our listener forum and our MySpace page on theplanetcast.blogspot.com, where you can also find a link to the Planet Shop, which is about to be the Planet Discount Emporium, replenished with shirts in about a week. Yeah, the first batch of shirts sold out in about 18 hours, but never fear. <laughs> More the second are on batch, the way. They're at the printer already. We'll have them any day now. No, in like a week. And again, I encourage you to maybe consider getting a size smaller than you ordinarily would. The sizing guidelines are on the website. Hopefully our listeners know how to read. <laughs> Time to eat pizza. Adios, amigas. Ooh, I think one just dropped. Ew. <laughs> just one? Every little thing she does is magic. Everything she do just turn me on. Even though my life before was tragic, now I know my lover goes on. Every little thing she does is magic. Everything she do just turns me on. And even though my life before was tragic, the cave where I hide you in limbs and frames and in new combinations I've made of our names it's a tiny little yeah but you'd fit if I sliced you up a little bitty I'd sliver and splice you and then you'd be many and I'd be the one who's privy to love you and show you the fun she does is magic everything she do just turns me Even a lot of gay boys, I think, don't really like giving blowjobs. Gay boys are really particular. I didn't know that. Yeah, like a lot of them are like, I only do this, I don't do that. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I thought they all did everything. We, we do. do everything. <laughs> <laughs>